0: Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to Reformed Meditations. I'm Lee, and I'm back once again with, uh, with the, the man of the hour, Kobe Muncie. once again. It's been so long.
1: It has. It's been a very long time.
0: <laughs> how's, the, uh, how's the year going?
1: Well, um, I looked today, and um, February 10th will be one year. Wow! Uh, for for this, I, I trim yeah. the sides and, and everything, but for the the goatee part of it, it'll be be a year. So nice. Uh, so I guess today's eleven months. Then man,
0: I was gonna say it's uh, it's quite the growth you got there.
1: It's it's coming, it's coming. Yeah. So it's nice. uh I'm having to watch myself now though. If I eat like a soup or bowl of chili or cereal, <laughs> if I am like, oh wait a minute, get the beard. Oh, uh oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, ice cream's my enemy yes nice yeah or something
1: yeah I, I didn't you know and I was telling my wife the other day I said you know it doesn't when I look at it I'm like it don't really look that long like when I'm you know in the mornings because I use beard oil and beard balm mm-hmm. and I'll brush it out and everything you know and I'm like it don't look that long and then we were at like Walmart the other day at the self-checkout and I was like dang oh. it <laughs> is long <laughs> so it's just weird the you know how where it does and doesn't look long. but yeah it's uh you know, I'm I'm getting to a reformer look here. <laughs> you,
0: you need the uh, you need the the John Calvin uh, Academy hat or whatever they call yes, that that
1: yes. flat pork
0: pie thing that he wore. Yes, yes. Cool
1: yeah. If if it had been a little bit warmer, of course, you know the folks will only see the audio. But if it had been a little bit warmer, you might have seen me outside with a cigar. But it's not quite warm <laughs> enough. So I got some good ones for Christmas. So I'd be nice. going all out reformed on them there so nice pull a Spurgeon smoke a cigar <laughs> for the glory of God
0: <laughs> New Testament incense right
1: there that's right that's right <laughs> <laughs> did you uh did you get any nice new bibles over Christmas um I did not um I purchased my wife a ESV women's study Bible, um, Crossway, you know, if you're a Crossway Plus member, which I harp on a lot, uh, they do different specials and everything. And they had those Bibles for like half off. Uh, so I I got her like the teal hardback edition. It was like 25 bucks. Um, and, and, you know, I've read some reviews on it and everything, and it's a pretty good study Bible. So, um, but no, I, I didn't, I didn't get any Bibles for Christmas. One cool thing I did get, I won't show you the set because it's over there but um my wife and i usually do advent calendars for each other now that we've gotten older um and, and yes i'm 50 and yes i'm about to tell everyone that i have i always get a lego star wars admin <laughs> calendar Nice. <laughs> it has 24 days in it so it doesn't have one for christmas day so my wife the past three years this year included or 2022 included always buys me a set uh, for Christmas Day. Well, this year she killed it because, um, again, I don't care to admit this and spoiler alert. If you've not watched The Mandalorian, you might want to fast forward here. But when Luke shows up in Mm -hmm. the end of season two, I cried. I cried (laughs) like a baby because Luke was my favorite character growing up. And Jedi, Return of the Jedi was my favorite Mm -hmm. movie. So when he shows up in season two, you know, first off, watching Mando fight one of the dark troopers was just incredible because, you know, he's a bad man and he struggled Mm -hmm. with one of them with a Beskar spear, you know, Mm -hmm. and then Luke just comes in and it's like, eh, I'll just take out the rest, you know, if they're (laughs) nothing. So she bought me this Lego set. I don't know if you can, the camera shows. Anyway, it's the, with the three dark troopers and Luke yeah. coming out of the elevator. So, oh, yeah. so cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is great. So <laughs> <laughs> who needs a Bible? <laughs> <laughs> you got plenty of those and a
0: whole YouTube that's, channel uh, devoted right. to it. You can have
1: something that's else right. for once. <laughs> so well, what about you? Did you get a new Bible for Christmas or anything?
0: I, di- I didn't get a new Bible for Christmas. Um, I uh, Let's see. I, I got, I got a lot of candy, which was, which was good. Uh, I got some, some desk arrangement stuff. So mm. that's, that's kind of Bible adjacent. Cause I can get all my, you know, my highlighter stuff for my notes and all sorts of stuff all, all set aside there. And so uh, yeah. uh, it was good. I got a copy of the, uh, uh, the Psalms of grace. That mm. was nice. That was mm. very nice. Um, so that's uh yeah, it was, it was good. It, it was a, uh, it was it was a good uh, general holiday season. Well, In fact, day. it was so busy I didn't even get to put out any of the uh, um, the um, festivus ideas that I
1: had. I know, so. I know. <laughs> I kept thinking. I thought surely he'll do one, and maybe I'll get a call and be on one or something. But <laughs> I was like, no, okay, well, you know.
0: Yeah. So I've, I've got i I have the ideas still locked away, but it was it was a busy enough time that man, I I, I couldn't get behind a microphone.
1: Yeah, I understand. Yep. You know, it's it, it's been crazy busy with us. I almost thought I was going to have to cancel today uh, because of work. Really? Yeah, but it it panned out, and I didn't have to. I was like, "Why is it every Tuesday before <laughs> I'm off on Wednesday, something happens at work?" You know, like any other day, we leave a little earlier or whatever, and yep. I'm like, "It's always on Tuesday. Why? Yep. Why? Why? Why?" Yep. But it worked out. So. Yep
0: that that's how the days used to go. Except it was Fridays back when I was in the nursing home world. Every Friday, some weird thing would happen in the afternoon. And you wouldn't get out till seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, mm, be able to go yep. home and enjoy the weekend, if you didn't have to come back in again over the weekend, at least. But
2: right, uh, right. So
0: yeah, I don't know how that works? are being tested.
1: Yes, that's right. It's the <laughs> devil. It's the enemy. <laughs> That's right. It's the, it's the
0: enemy, man. The the
1: the spirit of delay is after you. That's right. Let me talk about my charismatic friends, and it's the enemy. who's trying to who's trying to get me.
0: I mean that that puts me in mind of actually teaser. One of the festivist ideas I had was finally to really lay it all out about what's wrong with the chosen, and uh, and so that, that reminds me of some of the some of the criticisms I have of of
1: mm. some of what they're doing. So. Well, other than the the blatant two CV all throughout it, and uh, (laughs) spoiler alert, it's written by a Mormon. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's all you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Done and done. Just just, there you go. Easiest Um, Festivus of all of them. What what was that late latest quote he uh, that Jesus says in season three? Like uh, I am the law, wasn't that? Yeah, I'm the I am the law of Moses. Yeah, I've looked in multiple translations. I've yet to find that. So. See that anywhere?
0: There was another one that just came out. I don't know if you saw it today or not. I can't remember if it came out today or yesterday. And it said uh, the quote on the actual picture uh, with the guy who who's playing Jesus it was like, uh, um, "You don't know, you don't know that you need a year of favor from the Lord." And be like, "What does that mean?" Like I, I'm assuming they're like talking about where Jesus reads from the Isaiah scroll at mm. the synagogue. Uh, but I'm just like Since when would he have ever said anything like that Like turning it into a year of
1: the Lord's favor for you That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense A lot of people think Mormons are Christians I don't understand I don't, I don't get it either
0: hmm. But yeah there's a, there's a lot of Yeah if you do not realize you need a year of the Lord's favor I cannot save you That's, that's the quote that's on the picture all right.
1: Uh, what? <laughs> well, I, I didn't realize I needed it. I guess I'm not saved. <laughs> like, guess what? I need a whole lifetime of the Lord's favor. You yeah, I, I don't need just a year. I'm, I'm but, hoping to
0: live many years, and I need the Lord's favor in all of them, or I'm not going to live. I have an
1: expiration date? I mean, what, what's, what's yeah. the deal? It's kind of like your meal, so you got to look at the date on it, or, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: You get one year of Jubilee, and you, and you better act right. Because oh you got to make up for it the rest of the time. Like what? Why what do people believe that stuff. So silly. So yeah, I'll, I'll call you when I'm ready to to light up on that one.
1: Yeah, please we'll have do, some. We'll have some fun. Yeah, you're gonna make me go watch it because I've not watched it.
0: I um, haven't either. I'm, I haven't watched a single minute.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, you we'll can do just, it to yourself if you want, but I won't require it. No. Okay. Well, if it's not required watching, then we'll just light it up. Because, so. <laughs> you know, a lot of times people are like, well, you haven't even watched it. Well, like I said, it was written by a Mormon. Why would I yeah, watch it? I'd rather not have to. <laughs> well,
0: we're, we're we're meeting this evening to, to meditate not on uh, the chosen, but ac- on the actual word of God. Uh, believe it or not. Yeah, that's that's what we talk about. That's right. Uh, not not, the and Book not of just a, yeah, not the Book of Mormon, and not about what you, not always what you bind a copy of the Word of God in, but yes. the actual word too. So that's uh it's always nice to come back to. Yes. So we've been going through Hebrews in our time, uh, and we finally back in. I think it was October uh, was our our last episode. If you can believe really? that,
1: really. Yeah,
0: October. back in October when we finished chapter four. So it's been
1: long overdue. It has been. Jeez, I feel bad. I don't know it's been that long.
0: <laughs> I did some fun interviews along the way and then lost you, steam.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, and then you've also started the Literary Baptists. That's true. So that's, that's true. it has been going well. So,
0: Man, you, you plugged it for me. I, I wasn't
1: did. even going to mention it. Well, there you go. Same <laughs> with plug. <laughs> you always yeah. mention my channel, so there you go. I'll mention your other <laughs> podcast. So, well, thank you.
0: Yeah, kind of in the in the meantime, uh, a few of the meme lords and I got together. A few of us who were really into reading, and uh, especially the works of J.R.R. Tolkien, and so we started a, a podcast called The Literary Baptists, and uh, we're we're actually going to podcast through the Silmarillion as our first book together. We're just going to do it a chapter at a time until we're done. And then we'll pick another one. Uh, And so we'll see how far that
1: goes. So I'm still catching up on who is and isn't a part of the meme Lord deal. Okay. Um, Is misspelled Calvinist a part of it? Yep. Well, he woke up three days ago and chose violence <laughs> okay. i haven't read his comment section um, <laughs> but there's a cry i, I laugh reacted there's 37 comments but he got up the other day and said there are people out there using latent flowers quotes <laughs> <laughs> uh, he,
0: he's he's a treasure that that means a treasure <sighs>
1: said yeah and then he said then he quoted the other day too four days ago friends don't let friends be armenian (laughs) (laughs) it's like i don't know which one of those is worse (laughs) yeah it's funny because
0: his memes are good and then when he just stirs the pot like that
1: man it it goes crazy Uh, the the latent flowers killed me i I was like okay i'm done (laughs) this this is this is too much but it was great because it is sad that people actually do quote latent
0: and it's not it's not a joke because it it really does happen. You talk to a few people online. Somebody oh, yeah. will quote him at some point.
1: But yeah, but yeah, he's not miss- anti-Calvinistic. He's he's all about the gospel. Just ask. Are you?
2: Because
1: all you talk <laughs> sure. about is Calvinism. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, back to Hebrews. <laughs> yeah,
0: misspelled Calvinist always has his eye out for the next thing and is ready to is ready to jab. So I I, that I appreciate be, that about him.
1: That one and the Presbyterian Panda are both pretty good. So. I don't know if the Presbyterian Panda's in that little group there, but yep, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm starting to figure out who's who, but cause I follow a bunch, but you know, and some of them, you know, but yeah, those two are usually pretty funny. So
0: yeah. The Presbyterian panda, I believe came under our, uh, the new administration of our covenant. Yeah, uh, As he <laughs> should have.
1: <laughs> cause he likes it's, to stir the pot too. That's right.
0: It's so weird being like the one non-memer. Associated in that group, like yeah, hanging out yeah. and talking to those people, like I've got, I've got nothing, but but uh, I'll I'll make a joke every once in a while. So yeah, yeah. Or commission well, a meme. I've done that before. Yeah,
1: I, I like being in the uh, the little Facebook group there and watching the the interaction. But yeah, I'm like you. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm just there for the laughter.
2: So oh yeah, love it.
0: Uh, that's a that's a good bunch of people there it for is. for a bunch of wretched sinners anyway.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> so uh, Hebrews five. You wanna you wanna just pick however many verses you want to read and go ahead and read them? We'll just see yeah. where we end
1: up. Well, I can read through uh, verse 10 and we get through it, that's fine. Yeah. If not, then we can you know go from there. So Yeah, uh, go for it. And I will be reading as always from the Legacy Standard Bible. Woo
2: whoop, whoop. Um,
1: represent. Right. That's right. Um, again, I do recommend picking one of these up if you do not own one. So, uh, but let's, uh, we're going to start Hebrews chapter five, beginning in verse one for every high priest taken from among men is appointed on behalf of men in things pertaining to God in order to offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins, being able to deal gently with the ignorant and misguided since he himself also is, is beset with weakness and because of it he is obligated just as for the people to also offer sacrifices for sins in the same way for himself and no one takes this honor to himself but receives it when he is called by God even as Aaron was in this way also Christ did not glorify himself to become a high priest but he who said to him you are my son today I have begotten you Just as he says also in another passage, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. He, in the days of his flesh, offered up both prayers and supplications with loud crying and tears to the one able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience from the things which he suffered. And having been made perfect, he became to all those who who obey. Him, the source of eternal salvation, being designated by God as a high priest according to the order of Melchizedek, and that ends the reading from <laughs> the Legacy Standard Bible. It's so good. It is. I, mean, it I is. love the LSB. It. it I do too. Um, I've I've had to refrain from ordering new. Um, renditions that they've come out with. Uh, I really want that goat skin five solos edition. Yeah. Um, I had the hardback one, uh, which I like it, but Mm -hmm. man, there's just, you want to get to me as a reform guy, you put the solos on the Bible. Mm -hmm. You put it on some beautiful leather. I'm there. (laughs) All flesh
0: be silent and take my money.
1: That's right. That's (laughs) right. And then of course the, uh, the inside column reference has got my attention. Yeah. And then the, uh, two column, I mean, you know, if I got one, it'd be fine. It's, it's, you know, I, I'm so used now to reading a single column. Um, mm-hmm. I could do either or, um, but it's not a necessity, but, the and really the, um, five solos, I just want them for the cover. So I, you know, it, I don't even need it. I, my, my next LSB purchase will probably be the ICR just to have the, mm-hmm references and it's got like a 13 point font but have you seen pictures of that thing
2: it's mm-hmm.
1: a beast it's and a big monster big yeah. old bible when kofi uh, said he liked it i was like well it must be big because <laughs> <you're, laughs> you know kofi forever preached out of a csb study bible Yep. um you I know, which is a imagine. good size bible and then then he started um um preaching my cats in here being mischievous <laughs> And then he um, switched over to the single column uh, CSB, which was a big old thick beefy Bible. So, so, yeah, when he said he liked it, I was like, "Yep, that's a big." Bible. <laughs> it's a chunk. <laughs> Kofi's a fan. Too
2: bad he uh, he
0: he wasn't on the Nasby train. He could have taken the uh, the OG Mac brick up to the pulpit yes. with him.
1: That's a, yes, that's a chunk too. Oh, yeah. And he absolutely would have took it up there. It wouldn't have been, I'm going to leave it up here like some guys did. He would have, like uh-huh. you said, he'd have carried it with him everywhere. Yeah. So that Yeah. That would I make a th- nice
0: uh, what, one of those uh, like, I don't know, I think sometimes they call them altar Bibles, but the, the yeah. big the big Bible that's open in the front on like the communion table or whatever.
1: Yeah. You know? And didn't Crossway make a, um, don't they make a pulpit Bible uh, in the ESV? It's like a big old Mm-hmm. Thick, just huge leather-bound Bible. Um, I think Bo Tate reviewed one of those on his channel way back in the day, and that thing looks monstrous.
0: Oh, speaking of weird ESVs, have you seen the um, the ESV? It's a the ESV Panorama New Testament, I think. Have you seen that? I think I saw one of those. I've got to grab it on my shelf here. I, I'm going to hold it up and show it to you. This has turned into a Bible podcast tonight, but.
1: <laughs> it is enormous yeah. yeah i did see one of those i i have not owned one but um or h- held one but yes i did well i can
0: yeah. i actually considered sending it to you to uh to, to do on the channel <laughs> and i still might do it if you wanted to but it, it's it's incredibly unique
1: i don't know how that would fit because i'm looking at my setup because for those of have you have to zoom don't know, your camera back yeah i record on an iphone where they um I have a clamp that holds my phone mm-hmm. um, that just clamps to my desk. I don't have nothing fancy. So, yeah, that'd be hard to fit in. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Take a big picture. I, I do have the ESV Psalms, uh, the photography edition. Oh, uh, yeah. That I don't know nice. if you saw that review on my channel, but mm-hmm. the uh, photographer went to Ireland and um, took pictures. And I, I love flipping through the Psalms and mm-hmm. listening to Kristen Getty read the Psalms with her beautiful nice. Irish accent with the scenery of the of Ireland and the word right there it's just ah, it's nice so,
0: very uh, very on brand very integrated right there they knew what they were doing right.
1: they did <laughs> and and for those of you that think that we only talk about leather bibles that psalms edition is a hardback so yep so it's this there panorama thing too that's so right it's, that's it's right. more it's more than just leather that's right. It's, it's the beauty, and it, but it's just something about a special edition, like we've said. So yeah. uh, a guy at church, is, um, he's gotten into that, and he's, he's realized now He's like, you know, I see what you were saying. He said, it's not that you treasure, you know, what it's wrapped in more than the Bible itself, you know, the word of God itself. But I see what you mean by there's just something like he's, he's got a scholar Quintel, oh, Imperial yeah. Blue. And then he actually was fortunate enough to get one of the creeds and confessions with a solace down the spine redid mm-hmm. by Jeff Rice on one of his sales. So, um, shout out to Post Interburst Lux. Nice.
2: Um,
1: and he's like, "Yeah, there's just something about that. It's just totally different." I yep. was like, "Yeah, I told you. It's just, just how it is." He said, "It does enhance your reading experience."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I said, "It does." Yeah. It does. If it does. And yep, he said that, it doesn't help the the smell of the fine leather. So, you know, that <laughs> <laughs> that adds to it. So
0: it's a whole sensory experience.
2: it, it is.
1: It is like just now reading, um, you know, and, and I was holding it up and you know, feeling the leather in my hand, and then the 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 way the pages feel, even you know, this mm-hmm. 32 GSC on paper that steadfast uses for these Bibles is outstanding. Um, because it's not too thick like the old Quintels with their 36, mm-hmm. but it's not the 28 onion GSM. skin either yeah which i like the 28 gsm and the scholars you just got to get mm-hmm. your the oils of your fingers on there to get the pages to you know stay down you know properly um, seasoned
0: like a cast iron skillet
1: it basically it really <laughs> is it truly is um but yeah this this 32 gsm i think is the sweet spot yeah so for sure
2: yeah
0: So we're on, we're on the kind of the, the subtopic
1: of, of high priests and. um, Which we did talk about that last time. I do remember that. Yeah,
0: we did. We've, it's, we've kind of had the kind of priestly topic kind of stretching through some of these, some of the chapters here. Um, You know, and, and I think that's one of the, I don't know if you want to say a strength of, of Hebrews, but. One of the things that again is so helpful about about this book is sort of building that bridge from some of the Old Testament concepts over into the fulfillment in Christ for for the New Testament crowd. And wow. uh, any time that I've talked with people about you know the role of the high priest or the you know the the duties, you know what, what's done, I've actually gone to this passage first before even showing them anything from the Old Testament um but, you know even before going to Genesis to introduce Melchizedek actually started here because you know I think it helps to see it helped me anyway when I was when I was learning it myself to see the fulfillment Explained and then work backwards to the shadow mm. um I don't know if that's the if that's the proper way to do it or not but uh, or I was just too excited to see the uh the picture come <laughs> come to, to, to full fruition but
1: well, let's do it the Star Wars way. You watch episodes, you know, four, yeah. five, and six, and then one, two, and three come out. So there you go. Yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: Or I've said this on uh, on Literary Baptist too. Since we're reading the Silmarillion, you know, you're not going to understand that stuff before you actually take in and understand the Lord of the Rings first. Absolutely. And the Silmarillion is is very much kind of like what the Old Testament is to the New Testament. Um, yeah. it, it definitely fills in the uh, and shows the types. Uh, the foreshadowing of of the other of the main story. Yeah, uh, it's and, almost
1: yeah. like he wrote it that way on purpose, isn't it? Gee, I wonder who, who where he thought? got that. Who <laughs> where he got that inspiration from? <laughs> who would have thought a papist that read his Bible? Can you believe it? <laughs> uh,
0: One of my favorite papists.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah he 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 was great. I believe we might see him in glory one day. I, yeah, I
0: think so. There's yeah. a lot of things he really got.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. So
0: I, don't, it's it's so intriguing. One of the things, um, I don't want to, I don't want to open too much of a can of worms. But one of the things that struck me when I was preparing for this episode is not only the part that we already kind of know and talk about the fact that the regular. The regular high priest, the Old Testament high priest, you know, was offering sacrifices for the people and giving gifts. And he had to offer sacrifices for himself as well because he was still uh, sinful. But kind of zooming forward a little bit, um, the high priest in verse four no one takes this honor to himself but receives it when he's called by God, even as Aaron was. In this way, also, Christ did not glorify himself. To become a high priest, but he who said to him, "You are my today, I have begotten you." It's interesting that he he goes so far as to say that Jesus did not put himself forward for this role. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, thinking thinking about that uh, in in the Gospels too, where Jesus is like, "I don't come speaking of myself," right? That um, the, the 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 scriptures have spoken of him. The, the Father has spoken of him previously he's not testifying to himself he's he has been testified to uh, right. as something that that verifies his his role you know I'm not here promoting myself I'm fulfilling what's been promoted and thinking because Jesus would have every right to say um've I've come to take this this role I'm you know I am the the Son of God I'm I'm the second person of the Trinity this is my rightful role and I'm taking it, you know, mm-hmm. but just like those priests before he, he was given, he was given that designation in, uh, in his earthly ministry, um, proved to, to those around him that he was worthy to be that great high priest. Right. And not simply just saying that he was, he, he showed it, he proved it.
1: Right. Well, I tell you what I like, um, in, in, preparing for it, um, these, uh, they are based on the CSB or they featured the CSB, but you, you can still use them. These Christ centered expositions, um, mm. that, um, um B and H put out, uh, yeah, B and H put these out. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think so. Yeah. Holman put them out. Um, but Moeller did the one on Hebrews. Um, nice. and I like how he broke it down for verses, uh, one through 10. Um, in his, uh, outline verses uh, uh, one through four, he calls it the typical high priest and then oh. he has, uh, an A and B point underneath where he says the gentle and, uh, solid, uh, solidary high priest. And then point B is the, uh, obligated and called high priest. And then part, the number two in his, um, outline for verses five and six, he calls it our appointed high priest. Oh, And then number three for verses seven through 10 are perfect high priest. And then he just goes through and unpacks it, um, you know, for each point. And I thought just that little breakdown alone is just perfect for the way, you know, this is this is written or spoken by Paul and written by Mm -hmm. Luke. We forgot to plug that. (laughs) (laughs) We're putting the scholarship Uh, forward. That's right. That's right. Paul preached it. Luke recorded it, and cleaned it up where necessary. So, <laughs> but um, but no, I, I thought Moeller did a really good job. Um, and you know, once I started reading, I was like, man, this is great. And um, his main idea, he says, uh, Christ's appointment as high priest was greater than any other high priest appointment. Therefore, he can grant eternal salvation to all who obey him. Um, you know, and I believe we touched on this last time, you know, in the old Testament, you know, you had the high priest where, you know, like you said, they had to give sacrifices for themselves and sacrifices for others. And this was, you know, they had to keep coming back and having this done over and over and over. Um, whereas you, Jesus was just a one and done, Mm -hmm. you know, he, you know, he is the ultimate high priest because you don't have to keep going back and saying, uh, I'm Sorry, Catholics, but you don't have to keep going back and saying Hail Marys and admitting your sins to the priest and all this stuff. <laughs> Jesus forgives you. Now we are to pray daily and to ask for forgiveness of our sins. However, it's done. It's taken yeah, care
0: of. You're not. You're not oh. losing your your salvation and gaining it back nope. again.
2: Nope.
1: Snip, snap, sure snip, snip, snap, snip, snap. You know. That's right. That's no, right. That's... So, see, so yeah. Who all we offended so far? Catholics, Charismatics, <laughs> Mormons.
0: <laughs> it was just on a real scorched earth policy. Today. I mean,
1: <laughs> equal opportunity offender. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, the, the this this idea of of um, calling uh, obligation appointment. You know, this mm. this is so serious of a role that you're not you're not campaigning to be the high priest. Right. you know, you're not you're not paying an interest group to to get to get the people on your side to vote for you to be the high priest. You know, wow. uh, to a certain degree, you know, it's already limited to um, people of a certain family according to the Old Testament. Although, wow. in our reference to Melchizedek, that actually changes the scenario a little bit. But, um, but just just for the standard the standard arrangement of, of the high priest, um, you know, it's it's men of a certain family. Uh, of a Mm -hmm. certain age um Mm -hmm. you aged out at 50 just just of being Mm -hmm. a regular the 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 standard priest um uh and and so it's not something you put yourself forward for and throw your hat in the ring you know it's it's a holy appointment uh a very um a rarefied calling um and there's you know there's only one great high uh, one high priest at a time uh, and called to do those, those specific things. So, um, you know, we're so, we're so used to in a, in our church environment of, you know, things, I don't want to say arbitrary, but, you know, things that are either decided by a committee or, wow. uh, or glad handing the right people in order to get the role wow. that you want. Right. That's kind wow. of the mega church culture, you know, where if you just become friends with the right people and go out to lunch enough times with the right, uh, with the right pastor, uh, or, or whatever, or, or who, whatever power player, it might not even be a pastor in that congregation who who kind of wields the authority to 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 crown some people and cast others to the darkness, right? But uh, <laughs> where it basically becomes a political machine it's like a little yeah. little city of Chicago uh, within oh, one, one church, and uh, it it was never intended to be that way, even in the Old yeah. Testament system. Uh, these, these were holy appointments that you're not putting yourself forward for. These are things that are, uh, that God is appointing people, uh, for, yes. and, and even then using his, his ordinary means to, to call the right men to, to the office at the right time.
1: Yeah. And that, that's what, um, one thing I've grown to appreciate going to a Presbyterian church is the way they govern, you know, you have your, the session, it's not, you know, congregational, you know, voting and all this. And now there are some things that, you know, we do vote on, but, um, that way you don't get into the argument of what pillar the carpet is and you get in these nasty mm-hmm. knockdown, down, drag out business meetings. So, um, but yeah, um, you know, it, we, as people, I, we just, we just mess things up so badly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. That, that is something that you didn't campaign for. You didn't, Politic for, and you didn't, you know, keep taking the, the power dude out for lunch every day or mm-hmm. sending him his favorite bottle of wine or, you know, something like that, trying to brown him up and say, Hey, you know, remember me when it comes time, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: yeah, or even yeah. Or being in a church where if you were a church that had elders, I know there were, there's a church in my area that at least used to do this where there would actually be a, a, a true election for the role of elder. And there'd be, you know, two or three guys that were running for one elder seat. And then there'd be, you know, one night the church got together and voted for who was going to be the next elder. And so then there would be a loser, at least one loser of that election, who was still going to have to go to church there after losing the election. (laughs) Just like, what a recipe for division in one little church.
1: You know,
0: the churches in my area, even the largest churches are maybe a couple hundred people, two, three hundred people. So. Still, still relatively small by some standards. You know, just imagine you get enough of those elections together. uh, What what seeds of of discord you'd sow? It's just horrific.
1: Yeah, that's 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 awful. You know, and um, we we haven't experienced that yet at um, at our church. But like uh, this Sunday, we're electing officers. Um, We've got two guys up for elder. Um, ruling elders. I'm, I go to a Presbyterian. Ruling elders, church. yeah. Yeah, and one guy up for Deacon. Um, one of the guys that's up for a ruling elder is already a Deacon. Um, mm-hmm. So they're just going to transition him over to elder and then another guy's up for elder and then another guy for Deacon. Um, so far, um, you know, we've been there now for is this the second time we've had an election. I, I don't know. Um, But so far we haven't had anybody not get elected, but I thought, Mm -hmm. man, can you imagine that? Because the congregation writes down, you know, like we all had a sheet and we listed who we thought would be, you know, a good candidate for whatever. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, can you imagine being nominated like that and then not getting voted in? Uh, Rough. Yeah. and, And, you know, and you continue to go there, but thankfully our little church is gracious. And if they, they nominate somebody, unless the person, you know, cause they go through a training session, uh, mm-hmm. you know, with the session and everything. And, um, you know, and they decide, Hey, do I want to do this or not do this? Um, and if they don't, then, you know, that's different, but if you don't get elected, ooh, that'd be brutal. Thank you. Man, they don't want me. Why would I <laughs> want to continue to go here? You know? So, um, but yeah, we're, we can be, we can be harsh people. And I, sadly, I've experienced that, you know, I've Mm -hmm. been to churches and I'm like you, uh, we both live in rural areas um, even though you're up North and I'm down South, but um, as if you couldn't tell by the
0: way we talk, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, But uh, Lee sounds like unsweet tea and I sound like sweet tea. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, no, it might sound like black coffee. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's true mine sounds <laughs> like coffee with a, with a little cream i don't i don't starbucks it you know so um but um we um um our largest church is a couple hundred two to three hundred people maybe um and um i'm trying to think is it the only one that's about that yeah it's the only one about that size so and there's a lot of you know good old boy you know Things there, like I, I'm just thinking about, you know, like the deacons there. You have one, two, three, three different father-son combos on the deacon more mm. One of them, um, his father passed, um but he would still be a deacon if he he was still with us. Mm-hmm. So you had that father-son, and another father-son, another father-son. I'm like. Mm. So this is how this works. So I guess you know, if they have sons, then later on down the line, they're going to be deacons. To, I mean, mm. it's, you know, but it's like it's, it goes in the
0: will. I, yeah, I, exactly. I, I bequeath my deaconship to you,
1: son. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> is that in the bylaw somewhere? Did I miss that? You know. So, but yeah, but there, there's a lot of
0: it's from generation you know, to generation, Kobe.
1: Oh gosh, it's terrible. <laughs> let's let's not read what the Bible says about you know who's qualified let's just put him in <laughs> because hey you know we liked his daddy yeah. that's right his <laughs> daddy was a good man i'm sure he is too
0: <laughs> yeah the whole uh, comes from good stock thing only works for for some things you know yeah, and you got to yeah. you got to test the man by who he is yeah but
1: i don't yeah. think anybody in my town's going to listen to this podcast and if they do i don't care so <laughs> it's
0: fine I, i've talked smack about folks in my area too so it's fine
1: yeah like i said we're on a scorched
0: earth policy tonight so we can make everybody mad right. regardless of
1: location yeah. that's right uh you know equal opportunity offender so
0: theology yeah. divides man it divides between that's truth right. and
1: error baby that's right well you know they don't call the bible a two-edged sword for nothing so. that's right that's right it cuts both ways that's right, bone and Merrill and limb. Didn't we read that earlier? In <laughs> mm-hmm, we sort of we did about yeah. how it slices. Uh huh. So, there you go.
0: Go back uh, in your podcast feed and listen to that, people.
2: <laughs>
0: so uh, we another guy that we we talked about previously was was Melchizedek as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I don't know if that if that bears repeating. But I do think he's a a really interesting kind of evocative character from the Old Testament. You know, some some liberals have. Have debated about uh, thinking that he actually didn't really exist uh, yeah. or, or, or that he was a, a theophany, that he wasn't an actual real flesh and blood person. Um, but he was. He was yeah. a person, he was a king. Um, yeah. But he is of an order, and this is what I was talking about before an order that predated and is outside of the Levitical priesthood order. Mm hmm. Which you know, if we if we want to talk um, talk some typology, like that that was um, that was an order, or maybe it's pr- maybe under covenant theology, but that that is um, something that, that goes along and isn't is is completely abrogated and done away with that Levitical line, right? Right. Nobody nobody today, no Jews today know what line they're actually from, uh, and so uh, yeah. that's what I like to debate with my. Uh, um, my dispensational friends, about you know, it's like, <laughs> how do we know who's going to run the new temple if they build it? Nobody mm. knows who's who's in the right family to even be the the priests and Levites. You know, you know? You even know? if you did DNA tests, you're not going to know who's from where. Those those lines are all, all right. lost because, according to the the covenant, that has been done away with. That is a priesthood that was for a particular time. You know, much yep. like how the ceremonial laws. And the civil laws were designed to pass away. They pointed to Christ, but not to continue carrying over. Um, but the lo- the priestly line of Melchizedek is designed to to transcend, to go all the way through, to point directly to Christ and Him to to fulfill and finish it Himself.
1: Right. And I think that right. is a
0: very very interesting note to think about.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, just like the uh, the rise of the. Uh, Hebrew Israelites right now Mm -hmm. um you know where people are saying well I'm you know I'm you know a Jew you know especially African Americans are saying they're Jew and they very well could be Um, nobody's disputing that but what does it matter (laughs) right (laughs) do you know Christ or not um you know um you can be a Jew all day long you know Mm -hmm. and trace your lineage back as you know like you said you can't but you know, you could trace your lineage back to Joseph and Mary. You know, okay, so what? Good for you. <laughs> are you. Do you still know who Jesus is? You know, are you still a believer? Have you yeah. repented and believed the gospel? It doesn't matter. Um, now, as far as heritage goes, is that important for you? I mean, sure, I, I get it. I mean, everybody wants to know their roots. I mean, Where I, are you, you coming know, from? yeah, but that in the end, it doesn't matter. You yeah. know, it, all that matters is whether or not you are, you know, or repented of your sins. And if you're a true follower of Christ, um,
0: it's, it's a soul yeah. thing, not a flesh and blood thing.
1: That's right. That's right. That, but, that, you know, that's there, there
0: are kind of um, Christian-esque cult beliefs that are oh, are, yeah. are completely dependent on genealogies. You know, the oh, yeah. kind of the, the serpent seed theology. Have you looked into that before? It's no, I'm ve- not. So it's very much dependent on, on, um, on genealogies like there are there are there's basically there's there's people on earth who are physically related to God through Adam and then there are people who are physically related to Satan because Satan actually had a flesh and blood son according to their system and so you can actually tell who's elect not by whether they repented and believed in Christ and thus you know the the plan of salvation according to the covenant of redemption is is coming to fruition for them right Mm -hmm. in a more orthodox way no how you how you test election is who were they related to were those people christians and if they were in a family of believers then even if they don't believe now they're still elect and they could go to heaven not because they repented and their sins were forgiven by god but because they were from the right lineage (laughs) which is just the most cockamamie (laughs) unbiblical thing i've ever heard
1: Oh, and they say, "Cow, Mister Colts." Okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> in, in, in you know, i in I've, the world. It's like,
0: have you you've never read the verse where where Paul talks about not debating about endless genealogies? Like that's what that's what that whole verse is about. Like trying to trace your relationship to God through who you're related to according to the flesh. It's uh-huh. so
1: strange. Yeah, yeah and it, it you know. it's almost like these Hebrew Israelites are doing the same type thing. Um, Because when you hear them talk um, and and what's sad is some of these dudes, you know, used to, you know, um, talk about the gospel, you know, and everything. And uh, some of them are rappers um, are Mm -hmm. the ones I'm more familiar with. But when you hear them talk now, you hear no gospel. You just hear, you know, what your ethnicity is, you know, what your um, genealogy is. And then they try to, you know, use different words. Like they'll say Yahweh, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, okay. And then they'll say Yeshua. Okay. Well, I don't have a problem with that either. I mean, you know, and they'll mm-hmm. say praise Yah and all this. And I'm like, okay, saying all these things, there's nothing wrong with saying those things in and of themselves because mm-hmm. you're just using different words that mean the same thing. Yeah. But you're <clears throat> making such an emphasis on it that you're putting at you're elevating that above the gospel mm-hmm. or making it like a different gospel almost. Yeah. Or I wouldn't say, or, almost. Or I would say you people, are.
0: Yeah, they'll actually kind of idolize Hebrew as if yes. it's some sort of magical language that, that yes. is truer than other
1: languages or something. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's like, look at me, I, I'm proving that I'm a true Hebrew, you know, or I'm a, you know, I'm a true Jew because I'm saying, mm-hmm. okay, I can say Yahweh. I can say Yeshua. Mm-hmm. I can say Yah. I can say it just like you. Does that mean anything? You know? Um,
0: huh. Well, and so yeah. and that's, that's part of the reason why I like the LSB so much is because it does use YHWH uh, in, in yes. places where the Tetragrammaton exists. So I, I would rather hear Yahweh than just simply the, you know, the Lord in all caps in my Bible. Right. Does that right. mean that I think Hebrew is, is objectively better. And now I've got some sort of um, idol idolizing problem with that language. No, but I do want to see, I appreciate the work that it took to put the Tetragrammaton according to English letters in the Bible so that we have a name for God, not simply a title.
1: Exactly. I'll take because... a name
0: over a title anytime. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because if you're – because if you're not following along or reading the Bible and you just hear Lord, you're not going to know, well, are they saying capital L-O-R-D or mm-hmm. are they just saying Lord? Yeah. You know. Or, or are they talking because, about
0: Jesus versus the Father? You know, Exactly.
1: Highlighting – Whereas a, if a you say Yahweh, person. oh, well, they're talking about God because they said Yahweh. There's know? only one. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So – so, yeah, I, I know that's been a point of contention with a lot of people who are um, uh, against the LSB, uh, but I think that's one of the things that I appreciate. There, there's two things I really appreciate about the LSB. One is that, and two is Dulos. The, they translate yeah. it back to slave, mm-hmm. um, which I know that has, you know, that can ruffle some feathers, but, you know, it, it, yeah, yeah you need to translate it the way it was written and doulos means slave. Um, And we're not talking about the, you know, the horrificness of American slavery or slavery in other countries. We're talking about being a bond servant, a slave Mm of Christ, you know, um, but yeah, it just, you know, and and the ESV used to have slave. Wasn't it the 07? And then, mm-hmm. and the in the two thousand eleven, I think it had slave too. It had slave. And then when they updated it, they changed it to bond servant. It, it had slave cool.
0: sometimes. The, sometimes yeah. it used servant in some
1: passages for the same word, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it used but slave, slave was in there too. Now team. it's just yeah, but now it's just bond servant. Yeah, um, which I, I you know I don't know. There's rumblings of another update of the ESV, but then there's not. They're saying that they if they do update anything, it's going to be like a little cleanup job. It's nothing mm-hmm. like a major overhaul. Yeah. Um, so I, I hope they don't go any more <sighs> Crazy, but, um, cause God love him. I know my pastor won't switch from the ESV. He, <laughs> he uh, um, it's so funny though, because, um, I, I know I text you this, but like he'll read a passage like right now he's preaching through Amos and you know, and where it says Lord, he says Lord. But then when he starts preaching, he starts, you know, expositing the scripture, he says Yahweh all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, It's what's in the LSB?
2: It's <laughs> so, already right he, here. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's right there. But um, <laughs> but no, he, uh, where he went to seminary, uh, he uh, was taught by several of the professors that worked on the ESV study Bible uh, that did a bunch of the notes. And he knows those guys and they're, you know, very solid, you know, biblical teachers yeah. and, you know, and of course he trusts them and trust, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, cause some of them worked on the notes, some of them worked on the translation itself. And so I get it, you know, knowing them like that, you know, like if we were in California and went to masters, you know, and went to grace community right. and was around, you know, Dr. Chow and Dr. Mm-hmm. Varner and some of those guys that worked on, it, of course we'd be like, well, yeah, I'm dropping the NASB and <laughs> the ESB or the CSB or whatever. And I'm going to go to the LSB because I know these guys, and I trust them. Yeah. I trust their judgment on this. So, Um, but yeah, so, but I I did give him a new Testament, uh, with the Psalms and Proverbs. Uh, So, you know, I might, I might have to swing and get him a a full, full fledged copy. And, you know, I don't know, he, he probably won't switch, but it'd just be (laughs) nice to see it. So it makes a nice gift. It makes a nice gift. It does. It does. So. Yeah, uh, I've um, I've got one other
0: point I want to mention yeah. uh, in in this section because I know it is continuing on from stuff that we've we've talked about uh, mm-hmm. previously. But um, I've I've heard a lot of people try to make hay out of um, verses eight and nine, where it says, "Although he was a son, he learned obedience from the things which he suffered, and having been made perfect, he became to all those who obey him the source of eternal salvation." As if to say that Jesus was just simply a created person. He was just a regular man who became God. Uh, but before I opined, you, you want to take a stab at, at sort of that accusation and,
1: oh and what, what, what these verses are talking about? Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, and it's funny because I'm thinking back to this morning in my devotion with my be thou my vision. Yeah, uh, Let's see which creed was it this morning you know because it does switch up the different creeds that you read yeah i've
0: started doing mine in the evening instead of the morning
1: oh okay i was okay. doing
0: morning before and then i've switched it to evening now
1: yeah so so today is the athanasian creed part one nice um
2: that one goes hard about.
1: oh it does it, it goes a little hard <laughs> yeah it's, it's like jeez you know, I'm used <laughs> to just saying the apostles Creed every Sunday because that's what we do at our church. But yeah, <laughs> you get to the that Athen- or the Nicene creeds in here too. some. It's like, oh, yeah. it's so, pretty spicy. But um, yeah, yeah I, I like it. I, I highly recommend it because um, I'll pick up right here. It says for the person of the father is a distinct person. The person of the son is another and that of the Holy Spirit is still another. But the divinity of the father, son and the Holy Spirit is one. The glory equal, the majesty co-eternal. Such as the Father is, such as the Son, and such is the Holy Spirit. The Father is uncreated, the Son is uncreated, the Holy Spirit is uncreated. The Father is immeasurable, the Son is immeasurable, the Holy Spirit is immeasurable. The Father is eternal, the Son is eternal, the Holy Spirit is eternal. And yet there are not three eternal beings, but there is one eternal being. So too, there are not three uncreated or immeasurable beings, there is one uncreated and un, an immeasurable being. Um, so then it keeps going on about some more of the attributes. But I yeah, I mean, that's not what Paul is preaching here and Luke is recorded mm-hmm. <laughs> again. So <laughs> <add> in there. <laughs> uh, because Jesus and the Father are one. God is not created, Jesus is not created. You know, so them saying he was made perfect. Well, he wasn't made. He is perfect because, um, it, you know, he, he was uncreated. Um, he's eternal, just like, you know, just like God, just like Yahweh. Um, so. He didn't learn obedience. It says he learned obedience from the things which he suffered. Um, again, he didn't have to be taught obedience. He already <laughs> right. had it. It's kind of like, you know, you. Um, it says he learned it from you know from his sufferings well just taking on the sufferings which is a different experience anything we go through is an experience you learn from it mm-hmm. not that jesus needed to quote unquote learn something but that's what that's the same type of thing it's referring to it's not like well we're going to teach you a lesson here and we're gonna make you <laughs> suffer that's not what it means mm-hmm. you know and the fact that people take that out of context and try to run with that on on that it's just do you even read the entire Bible? You know, yeah. you got to, you know, you got to let Scripture interpret Scripture on that. Um, you know, so yeah, it just it, it amazes me as to what passes for biblical theology today, where people just cherry pick um, verses and and try to prove a point with it. You know, it's like, I mean, because you could take that verse alone and, like I said, just run with it and say all kinds of crazy things Mm -hmm. yeah you gotta put it all together and you know Mm -hmm. anyway yeah similar to how how, how people will
0: how people will run with uh where uh um where jesus is described as being the savior of the world especially for those who believe you know so you can you can cherry pick that one out and make it into make a whole Theological system out of that, but it's not going to fit with the rest of the of, of the scripture. Nope. So, so you're going to nope. have a bigger problem than, than than the Calvinism problem that you're likely using that verse to try to counteract. So,
1: yeah, um, well, just so, like so, um, at, at our church, our uh, of course, I won't be going through this because I, I teach the teenagers, but the adult Sunday school class are about to embark on what they call the grand narrative. They're going to read the entire ooh. Bible in five months,
2: ooh. but it's
1: called the grand narrative. in other words the whole thing Mm
2: -hmm.
1: not just this one little verse so that's that's the way you got to look at it it's one big story the grand narrative Mm -hmm. so i I think that's just an adequate description
0: the whole thing is a
1: is a one complete story
0: uh, yeah from really from beginning
1: to end truly yeah Uh, yeah it's 66 chapters not I mean, we call it sixty-six books, but really, it's sixty-six chapters, yeah. with yeah. chapters within chapters of the whole book. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it's it's a
0: whole library telling telling one tale. You know,
1: oh, absolutely, kind of thing. yeah.
0: It, you know, you could yeah. we could keep spinning out these phrases like this that, to try to show the the grand scheme uh, of the entire of the entire thing and how even though it's you know so many authors and, and over so much time how cohesive the entire, the entire, not only the meta narrative of all 66 books, but that uh, we talk about the scarlet thread of redemption that goes through the entire Bible as well
1: through every right. book
0: of the Bible, even. Right. Um, uh, and and so that's, that's something that's, that's only done by God's design. You know, that's not even the best novelist couldn't make that work.
1: <laughs> no, no. Uh,
0: So any but so you know part of what I was thinking here too about about this, so zooming back into something that gets ripped out of context, um, it's it's almost like I you know Jesus uh Jesus' perfection is on display. So you know he he's he's showing himself uh perfect uh in his suffering. Um he demonstrated his obedience. Uh, there you know to a certain degree you know we could say that Jesus did learn obedience um as he lived he demonstrated obedience and it, as he you know because obviously he he read scripture as well um he he learned language as he grew up you know he did he did grow in in wisdom and stature before God and men as it says in the gospels so mm-hmm. um for the purpose of his of his earthly life he did he, He learned those things uh, that in order to make his, you know, his earthly, um, his earthly ministry go forward. Um, He learned how to speak, you know, so, you know, so it it is, it is proper to say that he could learn things like that. But, um, but he, you know, he, he then demonstrated those things perfectly as a man should have, had we not been, been born under the sin of Adam. So. You know he's he's going forward as a man the way that a man should have perfectly obedient to the father. Um, uh, let me let me pick this up. Um, perfect obedience, um, and then in, in, in having been made perfect, having been set forward as perfect. You know that it was it was demonstrated, not simply said. I'm perfect. Kind of similar to how Jesus didn't just come and say I'm the high priest because I say so like it was a demonstration of everything that had been said before and so you could you could have seen all of Jesus conduct and say this is a perfect man um mm-hmm. uh, you know he was attested to in that way by by many onlookers in the course of his ministry um, that he he is perfect and the source of all eternal salvation not that he became that having not been before, but even in the course of human history proved himself to be perfect and the perfect source of of eternal redemption for, for those uh, who call on his name. So it's all, it's almost, I would almost treat it as like a certification of those things being true, uh, in the course of his human life within, you know, what was it? 30, 33 years of his earthly life, uh, for those wow. things to be made a matter of, of fact, not, not just, mm-hmm. you know, of, of prophecy foretold, but a fact demonstrated before the eyes of people.
1: Um, exactly.
0: That's one way I would kind of paraphrase that to try to help bring that point home. That Jesus yeah. was not acquiring new holy properties, you
2: know, right, you know right. uh, as yeah. if the
0: deity needed anything. But yeah. uh, for for the purpose of his of his earthly ministry and and showing himself to be uh, uh, the the God Man, uh, these things were made were made manifest,
2: yeah. made
0: public. Yeah. yeah. So It's exactly. uh, one way to say it. I'm sure somebody has said it better elsewhere, but. <laughs> we're, 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 we're meditators. We're, <laughs> we're um, right, I'm not a professor. Right. I'm just meditating. Right. Man. That's right. So, anyway. So that, that, those, those are my, those are my big thoughts and questions out of, out of at least those 10 verses. Any, anything big you want to, you want to add to the, to the conversation no,
1: there? No, I, I think, um, I think you summed it up well there. Um, and, you know, like I say, this is just kind of continuation as to what we've been, um, talking about before it will, um, um, it'll end in verse fourteen. When we pick up next time eleven through fourteen, and then we'll get into um, talking about um, falling away, which I think will be timely because mm-hmm. we see a lot of uh, deconstruction, um, mm-hmm. you know, going through and uh, running kind of rampant in the church and. Um, causing a lot, of, uh, a lot of disruption with people and stuff. So um, I, I think that'll be interesting to to get to. Um, sure. I'm excited about getting to that. So I look forward to the next one on wrapping up That's, the high priest and then getting into the falling away because, man. It's a heavy section. It, it is, and it's it's heartbreaking. Uh, but I, I don't want to divulge too much. We'll, we'll save <laughs> it. So. <laughs>
0: Well, Kobe, tell, tell the good folks out there who've been listening where they can find you on the
1: interwebs. Um, you can find me uh, on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook at Rural Bible Reviews. Uh, that is my uh, channel where I do review Bibles and books and different things. I haven't done one in a little bit. I've got to get back on that train again, but um, I do have lots of videos there if you want to. Uh, go back and look and read. I, somebody commented on one of my old ones the other day that they had stumbled upon. So, um, And then you can follow me on Twitter at C-W-M-U-N-S. Um, and then you can look me up on Facebook. My name's Kobe Muncy. But um, on Twitter, I'm trying to be a little bit more active. And I don't know if you saw it or not the other day, but this mantle has been passed on me, our uh, good friend, Daryl, uh, the happy <laughs> Presbyterian is taking a sabbatical uh, from Mm -hmm. social media for seminary studies. And every day he would start off, uh, you know, glory be to the father. Well, someone asked me the other day, said, sir, are you going to do that now that he's gone? And I'm like, I'd be honored. So today's day two of me doing that. So so if you follow me on Twitter and you see me tweet out glory be to the father, chime on in, just just (laughs) sing with us. We sing every day on Twitter. So, you know you nice. should join us. So, uh, but you'll see uh, Twitter' is where I'm most active. I, not that I post anything. I, I'd retweet a lot of things, but um, I feel like I tweet things that are from some good folks, and um, I'm a part of reform Twitter. I highly recommend it. so
0: yeah, your your Twitter is a good place to go for people who who need good people to follow. They just need yes. to follow you first and then follow all the people you retweet and that's that's, right. that's a really good place to start to, to get right. to to have a more edifying twitter
1: experience that's right we're going to redeem the bird <laughs> that's right <laughs> what a dumpster fire of a place oh gosh it can be so
0: <laughs> well thanks as always for coming on folks can yeah. can find reform meditations on twitter at refmeditations r e f meditations and uh, we also have a page on facebook that i uh, am just terrible at updating um, it's because I love doing Twitter better, though. I've been doing all right. I'm working yeah. on it.
1: That's right. I,
0: I'm, That's right. I'm trying to reform every day. <laughs>
1: That's right. And plug, plug the new one, plug the new one. You got to yeah. do it.
0: Yeah. I, yes. You're right. See, this is why I have you on because I'm so terrible at, at promoting stuff that I'm involved with, but I love telling other people about other people's things that they're doing. So wow. I'm glad you, you're doing that for me. Yes. You, you can also, uh, uh, subscribe to the literary Baptists on the podcatcher of your choice. So uh, do use your free will to open your podcatcher and subscribe, not only to reform meditations, but also the literary Baptists. And uh, we right. are, are very grateful for your follows and, and subscribes.
1: Yes. So, yes. And check out the, the, the means that we were talking about too. All the, those, the different all those meme memes. Lords, golly, even if you're not reformed, you still need to follow some of those guys because they're, Definitely. <laughs>
2: yeah, the best, the, yes the exiled
0: house of Meme lords really does deliver the goods on a regular basis so.
1: they they are the babylon being of the meme world so <laughs>
0: well kobe's always thanks for the laughs thanks for the thoughts and uh always love having you on and, and we'll do this again soon absolutely the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you the lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace